Welcome to the Books of Titans podcast, where I seek truth in the world's best books. I'm your host, Eric Rostad, coming to you from the beautiful Books of Titans studio in Franklin, Tennessee. My goal is to read 52 books per year and share what I'm learning. I'll talk a bit about each book, tie ideas together from a variety of genres, and share the one thing I always hope to remember from each book. Today I'm going to cover Industrial Society and Its Future by Theodore John Kaczynski. This is book 18 for my 2022 reading list. Well, you might know this book by its other name, which is The Unabomber Manifesto by Ted Kaczynski. I was curious. I, I just wanted to know what was what was in this. I've heard about the, the Unabomber Manifesto for a long time, and uh, yeah, just, just a sense of curiosity to see what was inside of it. Uh, this is not a book I would have picked up probably even just a few years ago, and more out of just fear, uh, fear of what was inside, fear of what might be put in my head by reading a book like this, uh, one that's maybe considered dangerous or, or taboo. Uh, but but I, I wanted to know what was inside. And so that's that's what drove the reading of this book. It's it's a quick read. It, I finished it in under three hours. And the subtitle says Manifesto. And that's what I was expecting. I was expecting a rant that was uh, clearly and demonstrably false. Because this guy enjoyed blowing people up on the weekends. So I did not expect to, to connect much with the content of what he was, what he was putting out out there. I thought, you know, in my head, I'm thinking manifesto. I'm thinking crazy rant that I'm not going to like the ideas, but I I did like some of the ideas and and I connected with some of the ideas and so that just kind of leads to a whole other set of questions uh, that that I hope to to address at at some level in this episode. But but here's where I want to take this episode as a whole uh, in in. In the first segment, which is this opening segment, I want to cover what he actually said in this book. So go through his main points, his goal, and his manner of of achieving that goal. In segment two, I want to talk about the things that I agreed with, and then also the things that I disagreed with, and tie in other books that I've read for this project that were either related to the content or ones that he actually even mentioned. And then in the third segment, I want to cover my one thing, my one key takeaway from industrial society and its future. So let's dig in to what was in this book. So the first part of the title, Industrial Society, well, what does that mean? Well, that's the, the society we live in, and, it, and it's one that's driven by an ever-increasing advancement in technology, but not just advancement, but adaptation. So as technology improves and, and increases and kind of works its way into different areas of, of, of our lives, we, we all kind of willingly adapt to that technology. And so uh, one, one way I found helpful just reading this book uh, was to consider how Kaczynski was viewing technology. And, and it, was, it was along a direction. And so that direction was one in which we are constantly moving towards more and more technology. But as we're moving in that direction, we are also moving towards less and less personal freedom and empowerment. So as technology increases, our our, uh, personal freedom and empowerment are moving in the opposite direction. He describes this increase in technology in in terms of where, where we get stuck. 
we might think, you know, at, at first this technology comes out and, oh, this is going to help and, and it, it's going to help in productivity or in medical advances or uh, to, to remove depression or, or any, any sort of thing. You know, the technology, when it comes out, here are the benefits, here's how it's going to help. But it, it quickly becomes to where you can't, you can't go without that technology. Like you can't function properly or communicate with people or be on the same page with, with other people. And so the technology may start as, as small, but then it, it just kind of becomes overpowering. And, and as it goes on, it becomes more and more connected to where you can't, you can't just leave one part of this industrial society. Like you're kind of all in. And to to stop doing one part of the technology makes it really hard to to get by, and and so that's kind of this direction that he's he's seeing happen. And he wrote this in 1995, so you know perhaps even more so right now. But but this direction of of technology, you know, it's it's moving in one direction. It's it's not going to stop. It's not going to halt. It's not going to move the other direction. It's going to go in one direction, and as it goes in that direction freedom will naturally decrease. So what do we do? Well, to him, the solution is revolution. And reform is not not going to work because reformers are going to utilize technology, thereby strengthening the very thing that Kaczynski wants to, to remove. So his is not a call to, to stop uh, well, his is not a call to just stop where we are and not develop anymore. Um, and then it's not even just to reform where where things are right now. It's to call for a revolution. It's it's just it's the elimination of technology. He he wants to get rid of it entirely. So not just parts of it, not try to reform it, but the revolution is is for is is for everything. Is to to eliminate technology. And his main overarching goal is the destruction of the existing form of society. So uh, it's, it, 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 it reads like uh, Engel's book that I read earlier this year with uh, the origin of the family, private property, and the state. Uh, you're kind of reading along, and then all of a sudden there is this call to revolution. And yeah, it's, it's all-encompassing. It's, it's not, you know, just bits and pieces. It's, it's the destruction of the existing form of society. So that's where this book quickly goes. And the way that he says this must happen is in the following way. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this. This comes on page 41. So take us, FC, for example, and, and FC here, he, it, it means the Freedom Club. And, it, and it's kind of a weird thing because it's, uh, it's, he wrote it, Ted Kaczynski wrote this, but he uses the first person plural quite often. So he, he says we, but it's just him. Uh, so that's a little odd. And then he also says, take us, uh, and then in parentheses is FC for Freedom Club. But there's not a Freedom Club, like it's, it's just him writing this. So uh, let's kind of look past that for a moment because it's weird, but uh, that's how this, this section I'm reading starts off. Take us, FC, for example. If we had never done anything violent and had submitted the present writings to a publisher, they probably would not have been accepted. If they had been accepted and published, they probably would not, not have attracted many readers because it's more fun to watch the entertainment put out by the media than to, to, than to read a sober essay. 
Even if these writings had had many readers, most of these readers would soon have forgotten what they had read as their minds were flooded by the mass of material to which the media exposed them. In order to get our message before the public with some chance of making a lasting impression, we've had to kill people. End quote. So, yeah. Again, one of these books you're kind of reading along and, okay, yeah, technology is moving in this direction. Uh, freedom's probably going in the opposite direction. And oh, and then just so we could get this book out to you and our message out to you. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, by the way, we've had to kill some people. He just kind of drops that in and, and makes the point that you probably would not, I probably would not have read this. Well, it's, it's almost a certain certainty I would not have ever come across this manifesto had there not been the violence that was attached to it and knowing the author as the Unabomber uh, and, and knowing that he wrote the Unabomber manifesto. So kind of a weird aspect of, of the whole thing uh, that, I'll, that I'll talk about in, in segment three, but, um, but yeah, in, in order to get his message out, he, he said that it was necessary to kill some people. The second part of the title, so we've got Industrial Society and Its Future. The second part of the title, the Its Future, uh, it's kind of a two-pronged idea in this book. So first, Kaczynski's describing where we are headed. Uh, freedom and technolo- technological advance are incompatible. Technology will trump freedom every time. There's no turning back. The future is one that that we read about in Brave New World, and, and we are all kind of we're all taking a part of it. It's not this uh, this top-down, uh, you-must-do-this type thing, uh, more like 1984 by Orwell, but it's more the brave new world where we're choosing it. We're, we're, we're choosing the, the technology, and, and we, we want it, and, and we're, we're, we're doing it in, in that sense of, of choosing it. Uh, so that's, that's in the title, the, it, its future. Uh, that's, he's talking about this future, if, if we keep moving in this direction. But on the other hand, Kaczynski's offering a fairly vague, but he's offering a future consisting of some sort of a revolution that will eliminate technology and have us living back in nature. So there's it's it in the title it's it's kind of up to us in the sense of we can go this route that's this is what's happening, or we can we can start a revolution and uh, not not go that route, and, and that could be an alternative future. So that's a quick overview of, of what is, is in the book. Uh, there's a lot of repeating of, of ideas and phrasing them in, in slightly different ways. Uh, but, but these are kind of the main ideas that, that are, are throughout this book. Uh, for reading stats, it's a 109-page book. It took me two hours and 56 minutes to read it over a couple days. And so that was 55 pages per day. I read it, read it between May 21st and 22nd. So in the next segment, I will get into what I agreed with, what I didn't agree with, and then some books that are related to uh, Kaczynski's manifesto. All right, Ted Kaczynski, he was a child prodigy of sorts. In, in the area of mathematics, he, he went to Harvard at age 16, just very, very intelligent. Uh, he taught at UC Berkeley after, after Harvard and uh, was just known as a very smart man and a very smart uh, mathematician and, and a good mathematician. In 1971, he decided to move out on his own. He, he moved into a cabin and 
just kind of became a, a recluse. He would take walks and he started noticing some development near his cabin. And he didn't want that to happen. This was, almost, this was kind of like the technological advance encroaching upon his, his area. And, and he did not like that. That's when he started this bombing campaign. And a, a few of the things that he bombed were, uh, uh, well, he would send bombs to certain people at universities, and then he put a bomb on an airplane. So the FBI was looking for someone who did bombs at universities and airlines who was the university and airlines bomber. And so that's where they got the acronym UNA bomber. So from university and airline. So that's, that's how we know. Uh, that's what most people call Ted Kaczynski these days is, is the Unabomber. And, and so that's where the name came from. Uh, the FBI did eventually catch up with him and, and arrested him. And so he is in prison right now. Uh, eight consecutive life sentences, I believe. It was the biggest FBI manhunt up to that time and, and uh, perhaps even uh, to this day the, the biggest one but they they eventually did did catch him uh, and part of what got him arrested apparently was that was the release of of this book uh, he he had wanted to get it printed in the New York Times and kind of issued threats like I'm gonna keep bombing unless you post this in the in the New York Times uh, but when it was released his his brother actually recognized the style of writing and um, and went to the authorities apparently and and said hey I, I think I know who who wrote this so uh, that's a little bit about uh, uh, Theodore Kaczynski I want to highlight a few things that I agreed with him on, and then a few things that I disagreed with him on, and then tie in some of the books that were mentioned here and, and others that I've read for this project. So here's what I agreed with him on. Um, just that technology is going to lead some to some abnormal conditions, and, and here's some of those conditions that he mentions. Among the abnormal conditions present in modern industrial society are excessive density of population, isolation of man from nature, excessive rapidity of social change, and the breakdown of natural small-scale communities such as the extended family, the village, or the tribe, end quote. That one's pretty straightforward. The next is that technology repeat, repeatedly forces freedom to take a step back. So another idea that, that uh, that's pretty obvious just in the technology we use Every day, even things that 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 claim that they will give us more freedom, um, over time they they seem to be taking that freedom away. So it's kind of an interesting thing to note there. The next is that we will choose this system, uh, kind of the idea from Brave New World. Like this, it's not going to come from a, a top-down 1984 type dictatorship. It's it's going to be something that that we want to to adopt. So here's what. Um, Kaczynski says on page 70, thus control over human behavior will be introduced not by a calculated decision of the authorities, but through a process of social evolution. The process will be impossible to resist because each advance considered by itself will be, appear to be beneficial, or at least the evil involved in making the, the advance will appear to be beneficial. End quote. Then the final one is that uh, these things will become required. Uh, so this kind of ties in with that last idea. Uh, a new item of technology is initially optional, 
but it does not necessarily remain optional because the new technology tends to change society in such a way that it becomes difficult or impossible for an individual to function without using that technology. End quote. Uh, the other thing I agreed with him on was uh, he, he talked quite a bit about gene editing. And that was interesting because one of the books I read this year was The Code Breaker by by Walter Isaacson. And that book is all about gene editing and, and the potential dangers of that. But here's Kaczynski writing in 1995, and he's writing quite a bit about it as well. So here's, here's a few quotes. Few people will resist the introduction of a genetic technique that eliminates a hereditary disease. It does no apparent harm and prevents much suffering. Yet, a large number of genetic improvements taken together will make the human being into an engineered product rather than a free creation of chance or of God or whatever, depending on your religious beliefs. End quote. The last one here about um, gene editing. It is likely that neither the human race nor any other important organisms will exist as we know them today, because once you start modifying organisms through genetic engineering, there is no reason to stop at any particular point, so that the modifications will probably continue until man and other organisms have been utterly transformed. End quote. Now into what I disagreed with with him and the obvious one is just that you he had to kill people to get his message out uh obviously do not condone that and don't agree with that the whole means versus ends thing um yeah that pretty pretty easy to disagree with that the next one is just um he's talking about the different systems and he he says if, if a society is an industrial society or a technology, te technological society, it, it is going to have more in common than if it's uh, the difference between democratic or uh, a dictatorship. So here's uh, what he writes. And even this conceivable that the attempt to overthrow, overthrow the system could lead instead to the domination of the system by dictators. That is a risk that has to be taken, and it is worth taking since the difference between a democratic industrial system and one controlled by dictators is small compared with the difference between an industrial system and a non-industrial one. End quote. Yeah. No. The difference between democratic and dictatorial system uh, it, it works its whole way within that industrial system so i didn't i didn't buy that what he what he was saying there uh now some book tie tie in so obviously I, i've mentioned brave new world quite a bit uh kaczynski mentions that book in 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 uh this one quite a bit as well and just the ideas there uh a lot of it just being that we're going to adopt it as opposed to it being a top-down thing another one the code breaker as i just mentioned uh in in gene editing and then i was surprised to see kaczynski write so much about that another book the origin of the family that i mentioned by engels uh both of them uh, call for revolution uh i i i think um the Engels book is, is much more dangerous than, than this one. Uh, but, but yeah, both called for revolution. So it's just kind of interesting to see the, the different manners in which they, they called for, for that and, and the goals and how it would come about and all that. And then the final book is one I have later on my list this year. Uh, and that's the technological society by Jacques Ellul. And, uh, apparently Kaczynski liked, liked that book. So I agreed with more of what he said than I than that which I disagreed. Um, I agreed with a lot of his diagnosis and his 
ideas of where things were heading, uh, but obviously did not agree with what to do next in, in the call for, for revolution. Uh, but, but back to, to segment one, where I, I was very surprised at just how non-rant like this is, um, and how clear the ideas are and, and just natural. I, I again, I, I was expecting more of a, of a rant and, um, just kind of easily, like you just point at, at all these different ideas and like, man, this guy's insane. Um, but it's it's actually a little more troubling that um, that it comes across as so normal, and yet he's out bombing people on the weekends. Now into segment three and the one thing, my one key takeaway from industrial society and its future. And it's this, uh, I read it before, but page 41, in order to get our message before the public with some chance of making a lasting impression, we've had to kill people. End quote. Just the, that, oh, I, I, I would not have read this book had, had that not been the case. Like the, there's no way this would have been published and widespread to the point where I would be reading it for this project had he not been the Unabomber, Unabomber and not had that notoriety. So his, his method of doing this worked, and it worked on me in the sense that he had to kill people to get noticed. That's how I noticed him. And in a twisted sort of way, the only reason I read this book, like it, it's like I played right into his hands. And so that's, that's my one key takeaway, just because it's it's kind of disturbing and I, in a way you, I, I feel like I've been played, but to his point, this just would have never got, gotten out. Um, so yeah, there's just that, that's uh, one very just strange aspect of reading a book like this. The second is that, uh, does it, does the fact that he is the Unabomber and that he has killed people to get this message out, does that negate what he says? Uh, does it negate his diagnosis of society and for his calls and what needs to happen? And that's where it gets a, a lot trickier because the things he said were quite coherent. Um, you can, you know, you can't just write it off as as a madman. Uh, you, it, it's actually a better idea to to look at these ideas and, and grapple with them. Uh, not, you know, obviously not the ones of of going out to kill people to get your message out, but the, the things he says about technology, these are, these are important things to, to consider. Um, do we just get rid of the whole thing and, and start over and live, live in nature? Uh, I don't think that's the answer, but, but that's his, that's his, what he, what he says to do. So it becomes this issue of, of a, a manner of means versus ends. So his end is he wants well, he, he, you know, he's got the goal for technology, but, but in, in the sense of this book, his end is to get his message out. Uh, the means in which he d- does it is, is murder and mayhem and terrorism. Uh, so were there, those the correct means to get this message out? In his mind, he sees a bigger problem moving into the future with uh, personal freedom going down to where there's probably going to be a bigger problem in the future if that continues, why not stop it now? Uh, and that's just kind of one of those, one of those ideas in, in, in the book. So it, it is a dangerous book in that sense. Uh, as I mentioned before, I think Engel's book, 
of the the origin of the family is is much more dangerous, uh, and was also much what more widely adopted and adapted. Uh, we we are a culture and society addicted to to technology, and even more so now than when Kaczynski wrote this. Uh, you walk down the street, and everyone is hunched over. Uh, they're they're looking at their phones. One thing I. I <laughs> Kind of enjoyed doing it in, in in the past. I used to live by Georgia Tech, and I would run around their their campus, and uh, you know I'm running on the sidewalk, and everyone's looking down at their phone, and I would scare kids to death because they're they're so engrossed in their phone. But then in their peripheral vision, all of a sudden they see this this object coming towards them uh, faster than what should be happening, and you know you you'd have grown college men scream. Um, and, but we, we are that addicted where we're looking to, we're not looking around us anymore. And as that happens, we, we lose freedom. So what, what do we do with that? Like what's, what's our solution for, for that? Um, can we reform particular aspects of our life in, as opposed to doing this call for complete revolution that, that we see here in this book? A lot of things to think about. Uh, I, I do suggest reading it just, um, just for for see, seeing these ideas and 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 um and grappling with them and and yeah but but on the, on the other hand it, it is kind of disappointing to know that that I've been played in the sense of his whole goal in doing these murders and mayhem was to get me to to read this book it's going to do it for this episode thank you for listening uh, I'd love to hear from you if you've especially if you've read this book um maybe tell me something I missed or um, your thoughts on the book. Uh, You can also follow Books of Titans at Books of Titans on Instagram or Twitter. And you can go to the website. I have a lot of information there, some book reviews, uh, links to book lists, and just ideas to get you started on your own reading list. I will be back in a couple weeks. I'll be talking about another book from this year's reading list. Until then, keep listening, keep reading, and keep thinking. I'm out.